But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Bry. And Big Bry. What's going on, everybody? I am that fat guy. I am here with Big Bry and Sherry, and welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Bry, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good. Sherry, how are you tonight? Still good. All right. We got the first crack right out of the gate with the uh, fat fatties later than a bridesmaid a week after the wedding. Uh, that was actually a pretty good one there, that Justin. Was a good one. I, I actually like that one. Uh, I can't wait for Nick Weary to kick the shit out of you, though, later on. That'll be uh, great. Somebody was somebody was talking some crap about Nick Weary finishing fourth. at the <gasps> Oh, game. boy. So Who shout said out that? Oh, Justin was all over. He's like, yeah, he should finish fourth. Joey Chestnut. I'm like, I don't need to hear this. There was a weather delay, lightning. You know, he was ready to somebody go. Somebody might have scared he pooped ahead of time. You never know. <laughs> never know. Lightning mixed. Hey, he did up ending eating forty. I think it was forty three. It was something like ten minutes. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> so Joey Chestnut won the yellow belt. We want to thank Nick for coming on with us. We rooted him on. I was texting him, messaging him like, "Be prepared, buddy. This is your day. You're going to do this all day." And he started laughing because you need to stop this. I'm like, "All right, I won't text you anymore. I'm sorry." <laughs> uh, Lose my number. Is that what he texts you back? No, no. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> it was after I sent him. Oh. And then he's like, okay, can you just, and it was like, the person that you're trying to call cannot take any more messages. And I'm like, oh, okay. Rot row. All right. Well, it looks like I've been blocked. All right. Happens. Well, mm. All right. So, welcome on to the show. Uh, tonight, we are going to have some fun tonight. We are going to talk a little bit about the Cavs pickups and free agency. Going to talk about the Guardians hitting a break. I have trivia tonight for City Dogs of Cleveland. We do have a new dog. Brian and I are going to talk some jersey talk tonight. We're going to get into some jerseys, past, present, future jerseys that we'd like for Cleveland sports teams. Also, some favorites along the way that we have got into for Fat Boy Tuesday. Uh, Sherry has picked spicy snacks for us tonight, and she did have a poll. Uh, we'll get into that later. She, Brian, the poll question she put out is, Chicken wings, a snack or a meal? Don't get offended, Brad. Don't get offended. <laughs> Not offended. Just okay. uh, contemplating it. Um, okay, we'll get into it. Uh, yes, there was breaking news. Uh, Pastor Gerald is out at Northwestern University as head football coach amidst the scandal of uh, hazing and some other things that have went on there. Um, we will get into that probably next week a little bit. We won't hit anything on it tonight besides that um we'll also get into our top three which i chose this week guys which is you have a table for four who are the three people that you're bringing with you to eat dinner with 
and it could be anybody, Bry, past, present, um, celebrity, non-celebrity, whoever you want to eat dinner with, you know, family members, whatever. Fair game, you say them all. Uh, I believe Lauren said hers was uh, Jack Nicholson and Lance. <laughs> of course, she did. Yeah. And then I can't remember the last one, so she got hers in. But there's a couple other ones that you know. One guy said that his uh, he wished he'd had his son to have dinner with one more time. So might be a little bit of a, oh yeah, it might be a little emotional one tonight. But it's it was one that I got because Hope and I were watching Hulu and they kept bringing up this commercial on Hulu saying you know your your celebrity table that you'd eat dinner with and they had like Ludacris on there and some other people and I'm like you know some that sounds like a good question to ask like if you're going to sit down and have dinner with people who are you going to have at your table. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Other than that, we always start out our show thanking Harold Keel for sponsoring us in Lake Erie APA. Also thanking City Dogs. Uh, we start out our show with some shout outs. So, Bri, do you have any shout outs this week? We've been off for two weeks. Yeah, the only shout out I really have is um, my brother had a birthday. It's right around the time as your wife's birthday. It's actually the day after July 5th. So he celebrated the big 4 0. So, um, oh, wow. Thankfully, he was able to make it back. Um, from Chicago about a month ago in June, and we kind of celebrated, had a big surprise party for him back then. But uh, I guess since the uh, official date has passed, I'll wish him a happy 40th. And um, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's it. That's about my, my 4th of July was good on the 2nd of July, or maybe the 1st of July, whatever that Saturday was. But my 4th of July wasn't. Much of anything, because as you know, we both had to work. Um, but I still, I still got together with uh, some family, and we went to a park that's about um, oh, like half a mile from my house. So it was kind of fun bringing the dog and uh, seeing some family members and grilling out. And yeah, that's what it's all about. Low key, nice. Sherry, you got any shout outs this week? Um, I have a newfound appreciation for professional wrestling, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, survived the fourth. The dog, the little dog, he survived the fourth. Hold on, no you, questions, you, no you, questions off air. Sure, okay, off air. We got to figure <laughs> that one out because I got I got to know the answer. Look, to that. He's chomping at the bit. Look at him, oh, anyway. My. Anyway, anyway, beside the point. Uh, the dog survived the little dog. I had a very loud, obnoxious dance party with him, and he's used to that. So he's used to like rap and all that, and like fun nice. hip hop, loud music. And then I had the guards game going real loud, and the after show going. And then I had uh, fans, all the bathroom fans on, and shut all the doors to the front of the house where the noise is. So he survived. He did great. We didn't have to hide in yep. the basement. I was proud. Were you just blasting MGK over there? No. I die. No, I'm sorry. Just yeah, you are just the good stuff. No, doing it. It's all right. Just and it's fine. Uh, Justin's got a spinal tap on Friday. Make it funny tonight. Well, best of luck. Best of luck. I hope they don't find anything abnormal. They probably will. It is Justin. I mean, anybody that keeps sending me hookers and blow, he found a hookers and blow podcast, right? (gasps) Okay, and dare I ask what it's about? (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't even, I didn't even, I was like, you know something, I'm not even expanding. If he took the time to find a hookers and blow He's podcast. He's just going to keep sending it to you until you ask him about it. I yeah. might as well oblige. 
He's already right. giggling about it. I know. Uh, my shout outs. Uh, the only thing I got going on is we went down to my sister's uh, to the Columbus crew game, which was Fry. I have got to tell you, if you have never been down there for a soccer game, you have got to go to this place. And, you know, we're not huge fans of soccer. I know this. I had no clue what was going on. They had 21,000 people stacked in this stadium, right? And it was absolutely amazing. Everybody was going nuts. The boys got these stupid little trumpet horns that they're blaring I at. I hate them. those. Oh, my God. Oh, they're, they're so obnoxious. Then, then the best part of it was is the, uh, the ref for the soccer match was not doing so well, I suppose, because, like I said, not in keen on the rules on soccer. Um, and 20,000 people started shouting <laughs> F.U. ref at the top of their lungs, and it just pulsed all the way down. And I'm like, man, my kids are getting an education tonight. Even And hold on. Then I looked over, and, of course, my Charlie man is standing on top of his chair going, fudge you, ref. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, you you just do it, bud. You do it. If you gotta do it, do it. And he's sitting there screaming at everybody. But we did get watching a tie one to one. I gotta thank my sister and her husband for taking us. It was a blast. We had a great time down there. Host birthday was great. Just kind of good time. But yeah, if you ever get a chance, we will be giving away some uh, Columbus Crew shirts though. Um, they had a T-shirt giveaway down there. And they kept giving us T-shirts. So I came back with like 14 T-shirts, Brian, that we're going to be giving away on the show. So be prepared. Um, other than that, that's all I got for shout-outs. It was a great time down there. And, Brian, I'm telling you, dude, it was unreal this place was going nuts. Like, I've never seen a fan base. Like, I'm like, I'm looking around and hope's like, man, it's like a dog pound over there. I'm like, I know, honey. I know. Like, I, we're in the wrong section right now. <laughs> I think you might time. be you might be barking up the wrong tree here. You want me to go to a soccer game in Columbus? Yeah, Bri, maybe not, in another life. Bry, it's nowhere near campus. All right. Well, a little <laughs> bit closer to campus. It's off the beaten path, right next to one of the highways. Sounds and, like they're classy fans, at least. Oh, Bry, it was a blast. It really was. <laughs> like I I I didn't know what to expect. Getting Teaching in your kids some terrible things. They learned some colorful language that night. I'm not going to lie. So did I. When I wore all my Michigan gear down to uh, uh, Columbus when I was in eighth grade for the Michigan-Ohio State game, I learned some colorful language, too. (laughs) I suppose you didn't get hit in the head with a Diet Coke can. Well, my dad didn't didn't really (laughs) give me a good heads up on, uh, hey, you might not want to wear that. We're going into uh, enemy territory. and. You know, me being a bigger kid in eighth grade, uh, I'm sure they thought I was high school or oh, yeah. something around there. So, yeah. So you pretty well, much good. You just left that curled up in the back seat of the car, going, "Dad, I never want to come back to this place again." Well, and of course, my luck. You know, the '90s, uh, John Cooper era. He didn't have much success, but of course, the game that I went to, uh, yeah, my oh yeah, 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 oh and two in that stadium. I'm surprised you actually came home with your Michigan stuff on at that point in time. Keep your head down. Keep walking. That's a, that's a valuable lesson that you learn at an early age there. At least I did. All right. Well, let's get our show started. Um, let's get our trivia going here, guys. Um, let me find our little trivia guy here. And it is right here.
All right. Our trivia is always brought to you by City Dogs of Cleveland, and we do have a dog of the week this week, Bry. And his name is, and I'm pretty sure we're going to say Ralston, right? That's what, That's what I'll go with. That's yeah. what I'm going to go with. This beautiful pup. Nice, beautiful little boy right there. Look at that face. <laughs> you get a chance to go to City Dogs. They will be out and about. I didn't think they do have another um, event coming up here at the end of the month. Uh, they will be with us on October 22nd, which I will bring that up here in a little bit. But this is their adoptable dog for tonight. His name is Ralston. Please get a hold of City Dogs. Help them out. Empty out the kennels. I know every now and then they run a special on a $21 adoption fee. I don't know when that will be back up again, but you can't say no to that cute little face right there. So if you get a chance, please get a hold of them. We got all their information scrolling down here at the bottom and go adopt a dog from city dogs because they definitely deserve it. And if it wasn't for my kids, I'd go get it right now. But my wife's told me, no, Bri, she told me, no, <laughs> she slapped my hand said, no, no, no. So Bri, I got some fun. Trivia for you this week, and guess what? It's one of your favorites, baseball. Oh, yeah. All right. You ready for this? Yep. All right. Your Guardians right now are right at dead even. I think they're 45 and 45, if I'm correct, Bri. They are in first place by half a game. Who was the last team to make a playoff with a horrible record? Okay, and I'll give you the record. 82 and 80 was the record, and this team made the playoffs. Now, there hasn't been a losing team to make the playoffs. So, losing records never made the playoffs, but 82 and 80 is close as it gets. Can you name me that team that was 82 and 80? And it wasn't too long ago, Bri. Are you going to give me a year? I, th I might have something here. Hold on. But... Let, me, uh, let me double check here. I can give you a year. Uh, 2005, so about 20 years ago. Oh, okay. All right, so not what I was thinking. 2005. Okay, we'll go back in the archives for that one. Okay. Uh, Justin, I just got your message on Messenger. Um, give me a buzz later. I uh, will have you talk with Sherry later. So, um, but yeah, so that's the trivia for tonight. Um, 2005, what team finished 80 and 82 and made the playoffs? Cool. Crazy, Brian, because I have a feeling we might be one of those teams that I have a feeling we'll be close to that mark when it comes time because we got a crappy division. So, I'm guessing at 80 and 82 and 80, they probably won the division. I don't know if you're wondering a wild card with that. I'd probably. Probably, but we will see. I think so. I have to bring it back up again. They did. They did. Okay. They, they they were knocked out. They lost three nothing in the divisional series. Well, shoot. Let's hope we get some better luck than that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope we definitely get some better luck than that. All right, Sherry, we're going to boot you off until later on. We will see you later. And. Sure. She will be in the chats, making sure everybody behaves in the chats, especially you, Justin. Uh, she will be definitely putting the clamps on you when she's in there. Make sure you put like rations and tally marks for some bad stuff. All right. 
<laughs> All right, Brian, let's get into our show. We got uh, tonight, we got our Cleveland headlines that we're going to get into real quick here. Uh, first off, before we get into Cleveland headlines, right there it is, Bri. We announced it last week. We will be at the Wooden Nickel. It will be on a Wednesday, July 26th. We will be there having a good time, having a few cocktails, checking out the scene, checking out the food. If you guys want to come out and join us, we will be there from 7 until maybe 8.30ish. <laughs> um, come out and join us. We'll probably be talking some um, training camp at that point in time. So come out for that. And then the next big one coming up, Bry, is there it is, October 22nd. Dog Pound versus the Colts. We will be at Melt Independence for a pregame and viewing party. City Dogs of Cleveland will be there, and we're about to have a good time. So those are on the docket, what's coming up. Um, other than that, don't have anything else, and let's get into our Cleveland headlines. All right, we'll start out with the guards first, Brian. The guards have entered the all-star break at 45-45. They are half game above Minnesota. Um, they have kind of limped in to this record right now, Brian. They did start hitting a lot better, start catching fire. Um, we definitely got a lot of young people on here. Uh, Josh Naylor is probably what I would say the first half all-star for this team, especially offensive-wise. Um, he's leading the team, I believe, in RBIs and home runs. So it's nice to have him being hit here. But looking forward, Bri, you know, you and I have talked about this. Um, there's a lot of rumors about Shane Bieber going around about getting rid of him to get at least a bat or something back for him. There's also the whole Shohei Otani. Uh, if we could wish it here in Cleveland, we would, but I can't even guarantee that we would get him here even if we gave up all the prospects. And if he was here, he'd be here for about half a year and then gone. Uh, I love the people that are trying to speak that into existence. But, Brian, how are you feeling right now with the guards at 45 and 45? We got the next half of baseball left. I mean, are you are you feeling a little bit better than what you did before because the offense is getting better? Or are you just kind of the same? Yeah, to be optimistic, I'm feeling a little bit better um, just because – the offense hasn't been historically bad like we were we were seeing for the first couple of months. Um, but we kind of all anticipated that they wouldn't be terrible for 162 games. But, yeah, you know, we're fortunate to play in the division we're playing in. And so because of that, we still have a chance if we were playing in the AL East. We'd probably start packing it in here pretty soon and thinking about next year. But, hey, it's it's baseball. And all you have to do is get into the playoffs. It's the one sport more than any other one, other than maybe hockey. I'm not too familiar with that. But, uh, you know, you can limp into the playoffs, and you just got to get hot and get a couple pitchers hot, and you can make a run, and you can win it all. Like, I think I've said in the past, like, I don't think, you know, a team in the NFL can limp into the playoffs. A team like uh, the Tennessee Titans can limp into the playoffs and beat Patrick Mahomes and beat, uh, beat Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. I don't see that happening, just like I don't see, uh, you know, a team in the NBA who, like, uh, you know, the Sacramento Kings, who's a decent team. I don't see them beating these powerhouse teams. But for some reason in baseball, you know, because we're only talking about a couple runs, you know, if your pitching staff can 
can be lights out and get hot, you know, all you have to do is score three, four runs a game and, you know, call it lucky or, or whatever, but you get one home run here or an air there and anything's possible. So I'm kind of still on the same path that I was a few weeks ago, but maybe a little bit more optimistic, especially now that you're in first place and you can see that it is possible. We don't have to have our A-plus game to win uh, the division and get into the playoffs. But, I mean, you know, it's kind of what it's been all year long. And we're uh, we're getting towards the crunch time, getting towards the end of – it'll be the end of July before we know it. And uh, the trade deadline. And, you know, I don't know what you're thinking, but I think at this point you just kind of have to stand pat if uh, – if you're the Guardians, maybe you look to trade Bieber um, if you get the right deal. But right now, he's pitching about as bad as he's been pitching over the last few years anyways, be, uh, ever since he won the Cy Young. Um, so I don't know exactly what you can get for him. And people know that he's kind of just a rental for uh, for a year and a half. But if you can get something decent for him, why not? Because uh, one thing we know about the Guardians, they can develop pitchers and Certainly, we have a lot of talented guys uh, that have come up and uh, and showed flashes of being a quality uh, major league starter. And so, if we can get rid of Beaver, you know, maybe get a, a bat or two that can help us this year, next year for you know even three, four years, it would be great. Um, but yeah, I'm not ready to completely sell out to try to win something this year because. You know, we just don't know yet. It's still a very young team, and I still think they need to have their eye on the future. Yeah, and I, the only thing that concerns me about this team moving forward, Bry, is, yeah, we can develop pitchers, but these pitchers are so young, and they're going to be on a pitch clock. I mean, that's already been announced, um, you know, with our top prospect with Williams coming up, getting a couple starts. Savali, um, Bybee, all those guys that have come up. Yeah, it's nice to have them up here, but they're going to be on a pitch clock and they're not wanting them to go over a certain amount of pitches. So I don't want to waste them now. I think the thing that killed us the most right now is McKenzie being on the uh, injured list right now and not knowing when he'll be back. I think if we have McKenzie, it would be a little bit more of a solid, more solid starters than what we got now. Um, I trust him more than I do a couple of the other guys. Um, like you said, Bieber is just, he's not himself right now. He's lost a little bit of velocity. Um, he's missed the spots in the zone. He looks great for the first five innings, and then he just gets completely hammered after that. Um, the only thing that I would do to add to this team, Bry, um, the, the only two things I can think of is I don't even know if they need a home run hitter. One, they need a clutch hitter, Bry. I watched one of the games here the past couple, well, this past week. They ended up with guy like the whole first part of the game. I think the first six innings, they had two men on and didn't score any runs. And it's like, you guys got two guys on. It's a slap single will score a run. Like, I, I don't know. Their clutch hitting is not there. They need a guy that is a clutch hitter um, because these guys try. I'm not saying they don't, but I mean, you're not you got Miles Straw out there in center field that can't hit anything. Now, glad Bo Naylor's starting to hit a little bit, but he's still kind of raw with his hitting. I mean, like I told you the other time, you look at the bottom half of this lineup, 
they don't scare anybody. I mean, six through nine, you might as well just chalk it up and see what happens later. Um, I do know they need a hitter and Bry, you know, right now, just to make things kind of solidified for me, probably another arm. Um, it doesn't have to be a big arm, uh, middle of the road guy or veteran, older veteran guy to come in, be a starter for a little bit, maybe be the long reliever for when we do like a bullpen session, you know, when they do the bullpen guys where they have a guy come out, throw for three innings and then kind of go through that. Um, our bullpen's been solid. Everything else has been good. We just need a little bit more hitting and a little bit more just clutch hitting. That's all we need is clutch hitting. Uh, to leave guys on base, you can't do that, and especially the way we play baseball, you can't leave guys on base. So other than that, I mean, that's where I think they're at. But like you said, if they could trade Bieber and get something out of it, go ahead and do it. Like you said, we got some young arms coming up that have actually done really good. And hopefully we'll get McKenzie back. But if you're not going to do it, stay pat and just see what the rest of the season is going to be. I mean, everybody else is tied up. I mean, we got Ramirez still for a few years. Young core is still here with, you know, both Nailers and, you know, Jimenez that we just locked up this year. So you got a good core of young guys. You just need to start sprinkling in some really good veterans with them and see how this turns out. But we'll see what this year brings. Like I said, it'll probably come down to the last, couple weeks here at the end of the season to see if it's going to be us from minnesota to come away with this thing but this is normally the time when tito's teams take off um they start to get fun and then they just start catching fire whether it be the pitchers or the batters but i'm just happy to see some of these games that they're supposed to win like against kansas city that they're winning i mean they're winning that series i know they didn't win the last game that chance to sweep but it didn't happen but just win a series. All you got to do is win a series and just keep going. So um, pitch clock. God, I love the pitch clock, Bry. It has changed this game so much. It really has. And they're talking about making it more advanced in the playoffs. I can't wait to see that. So um, anything else about the guards before we move on to the Cavs? Uh, the only other thing I've been thinking with the Guardians, and I've been, you know, maybe for years now, and certainly this year, I've thought of it. And it's almost so to me, I think for whatever reason in my mind, this is how I perceive it. In like a team, they like scenes and they don't like a bunch of fanfare. So to me, the best thing that can happen to the Guardians is the Browns start up. You know, we start focusing more on football and kind of forget it because I just think back to like a month ago, two months ago, when this team was just struggling to score a run and everybody's just talking about how terrible they are. Why can't they score a run? And it like it almost had the opposite effect. It, it did worse for these guys. They just get in their own heads. They're They're better off just playing, you know, second fiddle kind of, you know, not a whole lot of fanfare and they just like i i would probably guess if i were a bet man i'd say they finished above 500 because over the next month and a half two months into september um you know the the attention is going to start shifting from right now they're the only show in town but coming up the browns are going to be all we're talking about nobody's going to focus as much on the guardians and i think that's when they'll start to heat up you know where we're not just 
bagging on them. I can't believe they only scored one run last night. You know, they're going to have these up and down games, and I think it'll be easy for them to move on You know, when, when everybody's not talking about how terrible their offense is or one pitcher had a terrible start. They're still young kids, so they have rabbit ears. They get into their own heads um, about uh, what the local media and what people are talking about around town. So I think if they can just kind of do their thing, um, behind the scenes, maybe a little bit. You always have the diehard fans, but attention in the city is going to shift hard to the Browns here pretty soon. So I fully expect the Guardians to uh, to start heating up and making a run. And, um, you know, it, before you know it, we'll, we'll start pulling off six out of 10 or, you know, seven out of 12, or maybe we'll get a five-game winning streak, which up to this point, you know, up until maybe a month ago, I don't think we won like more than one or two series. Yeah. So, like you could just could not string anything together. But um, but once the attention starts getting off of them, I think they start making their move. All right, Justin, we're going to need a new Bryfeel. Your your uh, headphones went. Uh, no, you're fine now. You're fine now. Don't mess with anything. You're fine now. I'm taking these off. It's just too much. No, no, I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. No, no, no. you just had one spot where it sounded like just Justin said it sounded like Bryce sounded like an early '80s TV trying to get PBS reception. <laughs> no, yeah, we're, we worked for a couple weeks, but now it's back to being crap. That's all right, buddy. You're fine. Um, let's get into the Cavs. Cavs made some signings while we were off and away. Uh, they signed was Max Drus. How do, how do you pronounce his last name? Is it Strew Struss? I've heard Struth. 900 things. Struth. Well, Struth. Yeah, as far as I know. Okay, we got him. We got Nang and a couple other signings. Well, they made an uh, effort to bring shooting here. Um, how do you feel about Struess getting the contract that he got? I think it was like three years, $64 million, uh, to come in and play on this team. But from what it's sounding like... Um, it's not, it's front loaded. So after like this year, it's kind of easier to manage afterwards. And then, uh, Sherry just primed in right here. It is prime day. Everybody, if you got Amazon prime, it is prime day today. So anything right. and everything is on sale. Like fire sticks. I saw on sale today for $16. Bry. What are they usually 30 something? So everything's kind of half off. Oh, nice. Wow. So if you get a chance, uh, I've also got some headphones coming for us. <clears throat> yeah, get some discount headphones. Here they go, right That'll there. Be nice. So I got some headphones coming for us, the ones that we can't break anymore. Um, what? Uh, how do you feel about the signing of Max Struess and the other players they picked up? It looks like the Cavs made a real effort to go after shooting. Uh, yeah, I try to get excited about it. and. There were times where I was when I first heard about it. I'm like, all right. But then you start doing a little more digging into it. And let's be honest, most of us did not know who Max Struess was before the Heat made their uh, playoff run. So yeah. I think that kind of affects your thinking. Like, yeah, he had a good couple good games in the playoffs. I remember seeing his box score and it, it looked pretty nice. But looking into the numbers, he averaged 11 points um, and he shot. 35% from three. So those but, aren't terrible numbers. But, Brian, I just want to hold you on right there. 
He did shoot, though. It's not like it's Isaac Okoro out there that can't shoot. He can shoot. Right. That's if, if the bar is down around your ankles, he's definitely cleared that bar. Yeah, but um, I think I think we're looking at a guy like Chetty Osman. So if you're excited to get another Chetty Osman, uh, then I think uh, I think they did well. I keep hearing that he's like a bigger guard. He's six five. Um, I think that's about Levert. Is Levert six five? Is he six three? Um, I think. But to me, that's like an average two guard. Um, so I don't feel like oh, you got a lot of length or anything. I, I mean, they're they're hamstrung with the cap and with what they can do, and you know they know that they have to pay Evan Mobley here in a couple of years, so they can't just go crazy. So I didn't expect them to do anything. Um, you know, too mind-boggling. They they made their big move last year with uh, getting Donovan Mitchell. So this is this is a a move that you try to talk yourself into getting excited about. But to me, it's just like, yeah, you know, he he's he's a guy who's okay, and we hope he's twenty-seven years old. So you hope that uh, he's still progressing, and maybe in this offense he can unlock a little bit more. And you know, if he can average fifteen points a game, I'd say that's pretty good. You also got to figure out with this offense, though, Bry, you got two guys that can drive and get into, you know, the paint, get down low and kick out to him if needed. But also that kind of frees up Mobley a little bit to kind of that way the box isn't completely stacked down because that was the thing is they weren't even respecting Okoro out there when he was out there. So they always had three guys down in the paint. And at that point in time, even if you pass it out to Okoro, he's not even going to shoot it. He's just going to dribble it a little bit. At least with him being out there, there's a threat of that shot going off. And, I mean, that's all you really need for this offense to work is a threat of that shot going off. Now, I don't care if he shoots 35%, 40%, whatever. It's still a shooter on the outside, Bri. I mean, it. I understand. I mean, he's not a sniper. He's not a Curry. He's not anybody else. I get that. But at least it's a guy that can shoot from the outside that we needed for a very long time. Um. And Justin, so many jokes about being around your ankles. Um, geez, here we go. Um, I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, but no, I, I kind of like what they did with what how they constructed it, Brian, because they went after a guy and they knew they're going to pay a little bit over, but they didn't pick up Levert again. They got rid of Osman when uh Nang came in, right? I can't pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, they got some they got some big guys. I mean, they got some other guys here that kind of kind of help out, give Allen and Mobley a break every now and then, you know, get some things going, and we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, this still isn't done yet. I mean, there's still going to be trades and free agents and everything else kind of moving around for this team. There's still a chance to get a little vet minimum, get some veteran guys in here to kind of help out too. So, I, I like you said, with the cap, they're kind of strong right now, but it's starting to free up a little bit of money here and there, and we'll see what happens. I mean, there's still rumors that they've been shopping Jared Allen. We'll see what that can bring in. I, I don't expect it to bring in, like, a top-tier player, but it could bring in another – it could let Mobley be the five where he's supposed to be and play that big four-five position instead of trying to be a small forward it's just it's going to be fun to see i just can't wait it looks like this offense is going to be a little bit more spread out than what it has been yeah i think um 
I think there's reasons to be optimistic, but at the end of the day, um, you're going to go as your big four goes, unless you make another uh, trade or something like that. And I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think I've ever been, um, you know, lower on a player from one series based on one series than I am on Jared Allen. And it's just something just clicked to me like, okay, this guy doesn't dribble, he doesn't score. He's not an inside presence. I mean, he, he is with his defense a little bit, but if he gets you get physical with him, you can shove him into the first row. And so, like, what does he really? And I think we're paying him like twenty million a year or something like that. So, you know, he's a good piece, I guess. Maybe a, a guy um, that you can start, and if somebody gets too physical with him, then you bring in a guy off the bench to uh, to be that person to. Um, push him around and muscle the other guys up. But, you know, what does Jared Allen really do well? He plays good defense as long as the other guys aren't um, too physical with him. And he plays good help defense off his guy, and he can block some shots that way. But is that really worth $20 million a year? So if you can get a wing or something for him, I I think you don't even hesitate. The problem is I think – most other teams kind of see what I'm seeing. And, you know, he was exposed in that, in that Knicks series. And um, I think you're kind of stuck with him uh, for lack of a better term because of how much he's making. Um, so I don't know. I think you, you haven't improved a whole lot. You're basically going into next season with the same team that you left last season with um, n- not knowing a whole lot about these other big guys that we did get. Now one, he played for the Warriors or something. Um, forget his name, but uh, but we got a couple of big men, and so if they can be more physical and spare uh, Allen when when other teams start pushing him around, that that would be good. But I think uh, I think you know it's it's the NBA. So what do you need? You need your superstar players to step up and play well in clutch situations, and they didn't last year, and. Um, it was a kind of embarrassing as a as a Cavs fan. So if they can step up next year, we'll be fine. But I don't think any moves that they've made thus far um, really change that. Yeah, Justin's in here talking about Laflop. He has just got a. I would love. Hey, if you could trade Jared Allen for Laflop, do it a billion times out of a billion. <laughs> All right. Um... I'm done with the cast, Brian, until next year. Let's see what happens. I mean, they got some stuff. Before we leave, we do have some NBA news. Now, I do got to bring this up to you because, Brian, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Did you see Wimby's uh, security guard just facepalm Britney Spears? Yeah, I heard day? about it. I didn't know. I heard about it. I didn't see a video or anything. Is there was, a video of it? It was like Nick Chubb throwing a stiff arm. It just... <laughs> I, it wasn't bad, Bry, but it was just one of those ones that it was like, what, what's going on here? Like, I, I don't know. The kid's what? He's 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And Brittany's our age. <laughs> and just chasing after him just to talk to him. And I'm like, okay. Right, well, obviously, security didn't know who you were. So you got a little slap to the face. Yes, I, I heard about it, and it, or I saw the headline or something. It's just a bizarre headline, like uh, this 19-year-old NBA player and this 40-year-old 
former pop star have it running. You know, just very very bizarre. Like very made for TMZ kind of stuff. All right, let's get out of that, Brian. Let's get into some fun stuff. Let's talk some jerseys, bud. You and I yeah. both love jerseys. You brought this topic up to me. So how are we doing this? Are we doing per team? Doing yeah. Jerseys? I, I thought, yeah, we'll just run Indians, Guardians, Cavs, Browns. And I, I was asking you, like, if you had to buy a jersey, what got me thinking about this is, like, uh, you see jerseys all over the place. And if you had to wear a jersey now of a current player, who would it be? So there's one. Then you have to wear a former player's jersey for that franchise. And then just give me somebody random or a guy that you grew up liking in the NBA or the NFL. So for each sport, give me a random jersey that you would wear. Um, And, you know, try not to have, like, I'm not going to say Tom Brady because he went to Michigan. So try not to have, like, any affiliation to, well, he played for the Browns or he went to Ohio State or something. So this is why I like him. Just somebody, and if you want to bring Sherry in too, you know, I'd be. I don't know if she came up with a a list, but um, but yeah, I'm always just curious, you know, who, who you like, who you grew up liking, who do you like on the current teams, who's your guy, um, you know, well, and maybe just a random thought. Let's start out with the Browns, okay? With the current Browns, if you had to buy a jersey of a player on the current Browns, what jersey would you buy? And for me. I would have to go. I got to give my offensive lineman some love. It'd have to either be Batonio or Teller. One of those two. Okay. I'd, maybe even a postage. You know, we'll, we'll factor that in later. But one of those, one of those guys, I would love to have one of their jerseys. Sherry? Yeah. No, I mean, I love me a big boy. That's for sure. But I really <laughs> love Nick Chubb so much. I love how he handles himself. He's a smart, smart man. He doesn't let the hype get to him. He doesn't let any of the nonsense on the team get to him. He puts his head down. He works hard. So I feel like he represents what my dad taught me, who is nothing like Nick Chubb. But <laughs> I, I really respect. I really expect how or respect how he goes about business. And uh, so I, it's hard for me to commit. I get like verklempt because I'm scared I'm gonna jinx whoever. I buy their jersey, so <laughs> I <laughs> I would yes yes Mr. Chubb. Uh, even I used his last name for Chippy's middle name. He's Chippy Chubb, so uh, <laughs> it works. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, you know I I'm a sucker for a throwback jersey, so uh, I really like the brown throwback jerseys. What was it last season or the season before? Color rush. No, not color rush. The they white ones, the orange stripes, and the brown. I can't keep it straight. <laughs> I did the white ones chart. a couple years ago. No, I, what about a? Well, how about the new one with the brown, solid brown? Did they have orange stripes on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. orange numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. So that's what I would go with because I like the combo of the brown and orange. And I know you guys really love full orange. I'd be on. I'd be on board for that. Right. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I think yours is probably the best look for a big man. Um, but you know, it's probably going to be easy for you to figure out. Nick Chubb obviously is a great, great answer. Probably the safest one. 
just because even though Miles might be here a little bit longer, Nick Chubb's going to be a fan favorite for the Browns fans for a very, very long time. So I think that's a great choice. Uh, I got DPJ. And yes. I don't, unfortunately, I don't know if he's going to be a Brown much past this year. Um, take, take but, the uh, out of it. I thought, that's well, no, no, I'm not saying for the current. I'm not saying for the current. I'm saying for like other teams. You know, don't tell me you want Nick Bosa's jersey or something like that because he went to Ohio Talking about your current guys, who do you want that's on the current? Anybody's in play. So I had DPJ. Wow. 11 is not going to look good on a big man. I just know that already going into it. So I know a wide body, 11, not looking good, but I'll sacrifice that anyway. Hey, vertical stripes or slimming, Bri? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know about that. You'd be As somebody who wears a uh, a number one jersey here from time to time, uh, not a good look. <laughs> it's it's a lot of jersey and not much number. All right. Well, let's let's switch over to Guardians now. If you well, had... what's your no. well? Let's go through. Uh, who's your? Give me your um your legendary Browns pick, and then give me a football jersey that you would wear or that you want. Um, who doesn't have anything to do with Ohio State or the Browns? Uh, for me, I, I would want a Joe Thomas. I I just I've so much respect for Joe Thomas, and I know that his jersey is going to be everywhere. But growing up, that was my guy. Um, you know, we weren't old enough for like you know you had your Bernie and everything. <laughs> Joe Thomas was the guy for me. Um, and if I had to pick another player. It could be college too, if you if you have a a, a non Ohio State college guy that you want to wear. Well, it's not even a guy. I just want to wear the jersey, so I don't even care what numbers on it. But I want that West Virginia charcoal camo. All right, pick a number. Give me somebody. Pick a name. Let's go. With my favorite number nine. My favorite number is nine. Who's number nine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. Sherry, what do you got? I'm not like a people person to wear like a person's jersey. Like, I don't care. That's what this is about. Well, yeah, but I understand that. I'm not, I'll wear a jersey, but I don't care what person it is. Like, I could wear a Niners jersey and not care if it's Bosa or I'm more of what the jersey looks like than what the person is that's on it. Like, I just, you know, there's jerseys that I really like, like, you know, the creamsicle. Give me a here, how about this? Give me a Baker Mayfield creamsicle down there in Tampa. Ooh. He has brown ties, but, uh, but I'll let you. I'll let it pass. Uh, you gave me a name, so that's what I'm looking for. There you go. I'll get me one of those because I'm a Baker nice. pro, just like everybody. You are. You are a Baker pro. <laughs> that's crazy. okay. That's we okay. Have not a Deshaun bro yet, though, as uh, based on our last episode. Not even close. <laughs> Justin so. Fields, yes, not Deshaun. Mm-mm. Sorry. So, go so my. My jersey that I would pick, and I'm representing the ladies here because our anatomy is a little different, as you may know. Um, Thankfully, my guy from Florida Atlantic plays number 88. He's a tight end. 88 looks good. It's round. Uh, It's round is the most common shape on the planet, so it's very pleasing to the eye. And uh, I'd take it in anything. Give me number 88 all the way. Harrison Bryant. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have a non-Cleveland one that you like? 
No. Yes, it's hockey. <laughs> is that okay? Is hockey cool? All right. That's completely uh, fine. Florida Panthers. I don't know if you guys remember, but oh. there was this contest called the Stanley Cup a few weeks back. And this uh, team from South Florida, where I hail from, made it that far, which unfortunately they didn't want, but came close enough for me is good enough. So <laughs> the excitement leading up until was all I could handle. Winning might have killed me. So I'm okay with them not winning this year. My Panthers jersey is OG home with the real scary panther not the new like country club panther uh with he had red eyes he or she i ne never looked under the tail um uh, it had the hockey sticks with the palm trees which is my favorite because it's like there's no ice in florida but you have a hockey team down there yes we do so <laughs> that's my favorite non-browns related jersey that i do own I don't have anybody's number on the back. Like I said, I have commitment issues. So <laughs> this segment is flying off the rails. So I'm, I'm going to move it on. Eric Metcalf <laughs> and my non Browns or Michigan Jersey. You know him. I know him. We all love him. Tim Tebow. We oh, can move on to Guardians Tebow? now. Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Florida Tim Tebow. Oh, my Lord. Well, we got Jim Brown in here, Michael Dean Perry. There we go. There's a good one. Sure. Deacon Jones Rams joint. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good nice one, Casey. Jim Houston. Don't know who that is, but I'm afraid to Google him. Coming I'm from Justin. To I'm afraid to, too. All right. So, Guardians now. All right. So, we're doing current Guardians players. Just okay. give, give all three. And that way, because we got to move her along. All right. So, Right now, current guardian, I gotta go with Jose Ramirez. Either that or no, nope, taking it back. Josh Naylor, because he's my favorite fat guy. I love that. There man. you go. I gotta get me a Josh Naylor jersey. Past uh, Kenny Lofton, I would love to have a Kenny Lofton jersey and a non Cleveland baseball. I gotta get me an Alex Rodriguez back in the day or a Griffey Jr., one of those two. Seattle, Seattle, yeah, okay. Nice. Maybe even throwing a Randy Johnson in there. That that was my team. You know, if it wasn't the Indians doing anything, I love that team with A Rod Griffey and Randy Johnson pitching. I don't know what it was, but that's me so far. So, Sherry, sure. what about you? Oh, you know how I feel about Josh Naylor. So, Josh, I'm going to have to Josh Naylor too. Okay. Let's see uh, who else. Pass Guardian. I'm going to go with Larry Doby. Larry Doby, okay. Well done. And, and non the OG big fat guy, Babe Ruth. Oh. I know. <laughs> Just because Boston he's... or New York? Vinicius. Oh, don't. Oh, okay. Probably New York. New York, because let me give you context. Um, uh, my dad's from the Bronx. So I grew oh, up in the Bronx a little bit. So, uh, not a Yankees fan now, but to me, that makes sense to me. Okay, Bry, your three. So I, I was having trouble coming up with a current guy. Um, I ended up settling on uh, McKenzie, Tristan McKenzie. I 
I got excited with him uh, following him last year and was excited for what he could be this year. Unfortunately, we might have to wait a little bit, but uh, I think he's the next great pitcher, um, hopefully as long as the health stuff checks out. Uh, And then growing up, my guy uh, in the mid-90s was Albert Bell. Um, Even though he left us and left me heartbroken, uh, he was my guy. And then for whatever reason, I had a liking to maybe because I had like a billion of his baseball cards. Um, Bo Jackson. I loved watching Bo Jackson uh, growing up and collecting his cards. Yeah, the baby blue Kansas City jersey. It's a good look. So Chris chimed in and said he's a Reds fan, so he's going to go with the 44 Ela de la Cruz. What I was a named baseball. I know he is. <laughs> All right, now let's switch over to our Cavaliers. All right, so current Cav. Um, man. I would probably have to go with Darius Garland for a current Cav. Uh, past Cav, definitely more Price. <laughs> Gotta go Mark Price and that <laughs> old jersey that is not with Cav. Gotta get a Larry Bird Austin Celtic jersey. Nice. So the green one or the white one? The green one. I don't want no white one. I want that all green one. All right. Mm-hmm. So Sherry, your turn. Oh, ooh, oh, okay. What's first? Oh, okay. Current Cavs. Mm-hmm. You guys aren't gonna like it. Jared Allen. That's okay. Sorry. I didn't didn't mean to stomp on your heart earlier. It's okay. It's okay. I understand it's a business, but I'm a people person, and he checks all my boxes. So, Jared Allen. uh, Past cap. Past cap. LeBron. 2016 LeBron. Come on. Uh, I'm scared people are going to throw fruit at me. Um, The black jersey? The black LeBron jersey that they wanted? Yeah. Of course. Nice. I went to one with uh, you, so. The sleeves, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and somebody else? Yes. LeBron uh, on the heat. <laughs> oh, no. Why? Why would you? Yeah. Now you should get fruit thrown at you. No, no produce, please. No produce. Uh, you could throw chicken wings at me. Oh, there you go. I'm from South Florida. Come on. Oh, Let me have right. it. Okay. Let me all have right. it. Well, say no more. Yeah, I went with Evan Mobley for the current guy just because I still have very high hopes for uh, for what he can become. And, you know, he's a good dude. Uh, just needs to get a little bit tougher, but he's still very young, so I don't hold anything against him. And I think he can be that next superstar for us. I'm with Sherry uh, as far as past ones. Dude won me a championship. The only one I've ever seen in my life, so... Uh, as much as I loved Hot Rod growing up, uh, I gotta get me a LeBron uh, Cavs jersey. Probably I would go maybe Wine, um, but any of them would be fine. And then the guy that had nothing to do with Cavs, whose jersey I would wear, I, I have it downstairs, and I hate I ordered it, and I hate it that it showed up like three sizes too small. I still might try to pull it off someday. Uh, Charles Barkley. Um, I got the, I ordered the, um, and technically it's not a team. It's the dream team, uh, USA one, Charles Barkley. So it just looks so good. And, you know, me being a smaller big man when I was playing, I kind of looked up to Charles Barkley. So that's my guy. 
All right, so Justin said Sean Kemp, Mark Price, and Wilt Chamberlain. There you go. That's which Wilt Chamberlain being the uh, probably the Lakers one, I guess. I would guess, yeah. I mean, that's one. All right. Well, we went off the rails at the beginning with the Browns, but I think we reeled Brought it back. Brought it back. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Just sorry. I'm sorry Finish about Finish strong. We finished. That's a, No, it's my fault. I didn't. It wasn't, you know, I didn't feel like typing out a, an essay to explain this to you. So we didn't That's talk fine. about it much beforehand. But, hey, you got a hang of it. Hey, we got it there. I mean, I, I picked Baker Mayfield because I'm a Baker bro. That's okay. That's All like right. Well, Let's get into our Fat Boy Tuesday. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. So Fat Boy Tuesday, Sherry picked spicy yes. snacks, and then she brought up the whole thing of, is a chicken wing a snack or a meal? Now, me personally, it is not a snack um, because I'm a complete fat ass, and I have to eat at least a dozen of them because... Six is what they say is a tease. So, what was the final results on that poll? That means I have to bring it up. I am not prepared. That's okay. (laughs) So, some spicy snacks that I wanted to bring up beforehand. Um, The buffalo, uh, buffalo wing combos. Oh, those are delicious. With the blue cheese. Yes. The Flaming Hot Cheetos. I finally had them for the first time, Bri. They're very nice. The Spicier Nacho Doritos. In the purple bag? Not the purple bag. That's <gasps> chili. I get oh, the purple like, bag's good. Maroon. I like the purple bag. Um, they're not really too spicy, but the Chili Cheese Fritos. I put on All there right. as a snack, a spicy snack. Um, you can't go wrong with jalapeno poppers, right? Oh, they're delicious. Now, do you guys do, so I always, you know, because I'm fat and I get them from Arby's, I do the Bronco Berry sauce, which is absolutely delicious. I Can mean, you explain what that sauce is for those of oh, us who have never so tried good. it? It's like a sweet and sour sauce almost. <laughs> but it's like, it's a different, it's almost like dunking them in grape jelly. I mean, that's a interesting. <laughs> interesting. I, I mean, right, Bri? Like it's, yeah, it's pretty similar cool. like that. Like I don't understand. Like, yeah, <laughs> can't explain it. But yeah, that's very good. Also, the firecracker taquitos. Brian, have you ever had a taquito? How do you explain? I want to see those hands so. again. I mean, Show like me a speedway when you go to Speedway and they're on the yeah, rollers. Yeah, the little guys. Yeah. <laughs> I usually the breakfast ones are the ones I'll get. Okay, they're like the little skinny ones that are like a Virginia Slim. Of the taco world. Now, Brian, do you have any spicy snacks that are on your list? I do. Uh, I came up with four. I'm sure there's more, but um, I was just kind of drawing a blank. So I went, let's start with the jalapeno kettle cooked chips. Um, good call. Really good. Probably top five chip for me. Um, and then I went with the... It's some I don't know the specific name, but it's basically the Buffalo uh, Chex Mix. Mm-hmm. But they have like it's like kicked up or something. Yes. It's not like your typical Chex Mix. They have more stuff that's really good. And then something uh, I just got into like maybe a couple months ago, and I've had gone through maybe four or five bags. Are these wasabi almonds? Yes. I don't good. know if you have those. I am those. proud of you. 
Yeah, I'm not even a huge wasabi guy, but they're pretty good. I am very proud of you. Because that's like, I love wasabi peas. So I know I would probably love, because I love almonds. So I would love the wasabi almond. They got a lot of season on them. uh, Well, that's what I like. Because they like coat the peas are like white Mm -hmm. in wasabi. And you like clean your sinuses out. You could think better. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm all for Japanese uh, spicy snacks. Oh, me too. Yeah, like the Oriental mix. Uh, we got a drug mart that has something like that. That's, oh, yeah. Uh, really good. They but went up my in price. goat, yeah, I haven't had them in a while. I guess I will be going back there. The <laughs> The best spicy snack to me, hands down, is the Tabasco Cheez-Its. The hot and spicy Cheez-Its. Yes! Definitely the best. We're very Cheez-It proud of you. By far. Yes, uh, they're really good. Even my wife likes them. And so like proud. the spiciest thing she'll do is barbecue chips. But she still puts herself through that pain just to enjoy the Cheez Its. Just those are delicious. So good. I All got right. the poll results. Then I'll give you my very long CVS receipt sized <laughs> list of spicy things that I enjoyed eating. I'm going to take notes. You should, because I want to expand your repertoire. All right. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, for the poll, do you consider hot wings a spicy snack? We got a whopping 70% or 78% says it's a meal. I agree. Because like a snack, you think snack is a little bit. And who eats just right. like, like you said, nobody eats six chicken wings, not even like children. So uh, 22% agreed and said it was a snack. And I just want to meet those people and hit them. So, uh, <laughs> I'm in hot cons. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking potato chips. Oh, okay. Oh, the sweet heat cons. Those are my favorite. Oh, yeah. The sweet heat oh, barbecue yeah. ones. All right, Sherry, let's get this list going because I got my pen ready. Okay, you ready? So, there are these potato chips. They're spicy dill pickle crunchy kettle potato chips. Mrs. Vicky's. Oh, Miss Vickers. Vickers, thank you. Whatever, I can't read. I come from the South. Spicy dill? You know what? Yeah. Oh, baby. Mm -hmm. Those are delicious. I'm for the Asian cracker rice mix, but just the spicy edition where you get those little ones that just look like half moons and they're very, they're spicy and delicious. Mm -hmm. But I'm a sucker for those wasabi peas. Any of that mix with the wasabi peas, the original ones that make you cry. Like, those are the ones I want. I don't want the American ones. I want the ones that hurt. Um, Also, like we've discussed our love for Chinese mustard. Anything tastes. See, look at them. Look at them. So, can I put in a sleeper? Yes. Can I put in an egg roll slathered in the spicy mustard? Would that be a snack? The dog agrees with me. Oh, yeah. She loves it. She heard you talking about spicy mustard. She's like, ooh, egg roll. She's losing it. I feel the same way. So can we put that in the category of a snack? Because who yeah. eats one egg roll as a meal? I think so. Nobody. I get like Nobody. I told you. I texted you how many egg rolls I ordered for myself the I other know. night. <laughs> we uh, don't do one. No, 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 no. Okay. What else? Flaming Hot Cheetos are quite excellent. I see they're upping the spice. Did you guys notice that? I they're too hot know. for me already. I, I'm well, not, they're upping I don't get it. Down I, on the haven't, hot. I enjoy the Flaming Hot very much. 
I'm happy they're elevating the spice because I need more spice. Um, also, they're always Takis. Takis are a solid choice. Yeah, Takis. Spicy. Oh, they're too spicy. spicy. I don't know. I'm just you, my nose starts dripping. That's like what I want. And <laughs> That's how you know it's spicy. Is that when you get the hiccups like you did with yep. that jalapeno pepper? Oh, yep. Yep. I can don't, feel the hiccups don't, coming on. Don't, and don't give me the secret time. to Bri. <laughs> Yeah. I saw on Netflix they did like a uh, they have like a movie dedicated to the guy who came up Ooh. with the flame and hot stuff. Have you seen? Oh yeah, that? yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch I it, but uh, not yet. But I'm like, how could that be entertaining? Okay, like, this hey, is another. I thing. thought about just making something really hot. There's, there's a cheese. It's a sleeper cheese, but I like cheese for a snack because I love cheese. Cheese a It is Cabot makes. A habanero cheddar that will knock your socks off. So that might be my number one. Who Cut it in a little cute cabot. Cabot. Okay. Cabot. Yep. I can tell you where to get it, but they have to pay me. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, I think that's my number one spicy because it's cheese. Yes, we all know fat ball balances out capsaicin, right? Right. Not in this sure. case. <laughs> Not in this case. The balance is more ouch than ah. So I say let's get it. Okay. We good? Yeah. Nice. So I had a one that just hit me like a ton of bricks when Brad was talking about the uh the Cheez Its. The Buffalo Wing pretzel pieces. The Snyder. Yes. Oh, those yeah. are so good. Those are crap. Really good. You right. can't eat one. Sometimes you eat a bag hard, at a time. Mm -hmm. <gasps> but they're really good. Ghost pepper salsa. Okay. I say it does shots of Frank Red hot sauce. I do that from every now and then, depending on what I'm eating at night. Because <laughs> it's not that hot. Frank's is just pleasant. Yeah. No, so, so side story with Brian with the hiccups was we were at Red Robin for a work lunch. And he got the, uh, the one of the guys got the flaming whatever burger and it comes out with the grilled jalapeno on top and we were all like you're not even going to eat that blah 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 brian manned up took that whole thing down like he didn't even bat an eye like he didn't even, like just barely bite it he just took the whole thing <laughs> about three seconds later here come the hiccups and i was like oh there he is i was like how mm -hmm. is that buddy he goes never doing that again i was like all right <laughs> all right oh all right, let's get into our top three and let's get out of here for the night. Let everybody enjoy their evening. So for our top three, I brought up, if you're having a dinner party, three other people that you're going to sit down at the table with. Past, present, anything else. And I will go first so you guys kind of get the gist of what I was trying to do. So number three for me, and it's all about fun for me, um, especially with this guy. I would just love to have a meal with Burt Kreischer sitting at the table across from me. I could just be drinking. Him and I would be drinking drinks. No having, shirts. <laughs> no shirts. Just hanging out. Just enjoying a good time. Uh, number two would have to be my mother-in-law, Alberta. Um, she passed away when the kids were about six months old. Aww. And I just want her to know that the kids grew up. They're doing great, which I know she's watching down on them now. Um, but just to have her see these kids cause she loved them so much. She really did. And my number one would be my grandmother. Um, 
she passed away from Alzheimer's a few years back. It's been a while. And I just wanted to one chance to just say goodbye. Um, never got that chance because Alzheimer's took it away. Uh, she knew, but just one of those things that I just love to sit down and have a meal with her and just let her know how life's going here and just joy, just small talk with her. So those are my three people. Now, would your grandmother and mother-in-law enjoy dinner with Bert Kreischer? My grandmother would. Okay. I can guarantee my grandmother would. I'm not <laughs> sure about Alberta, but it might be funny. Okay. Because I, my grandmother found out she bought me a beer, my last illegal beer before I turned 21, right? We were at a dinner, and I said I wanted a beer with dinner. So beers come out. I'm still 20. I didn't turn 21 until Sunday. This is Friday night. Mm-hmm. And also my dad taps her on the shoulder. She goes, you know, you just bought your grandson his last illegal beer before he turns 21. She goes, shut up. And she goes, well, fine, then we're getting him a shot, too. I said, OK, here we go. <laughs> so there that, you go. That's how my grandma rolls. So, yeah, nice. uh, my grandmother would have fun with that. So that would be that would be definitely an interesting uh, party that we'd be having at that table. <laughs> All right, let's try. Yeah, um, so I guess I misunderstood the assignment a little bit, but I'm just going to go with it. And uh, I was thinking, like, people to have dinner with currently in your life. But these aren't a bad answer because I love them very much. I went with my mom, one of them, my brother, another, and my wife would be the third. And That's... I feel bad because I left out a lot of great family members who I love spending time with as well. But for me, those are the three that have had such a huge impact in my life. So I will pass it to Sherry. Okay. I'm not going to get that sentimental because you don't want to see me cry. <laughs> I'm going to go with my twin sister. Okay. Number one. Number two, Shaquille O'Neal, because I feel he's like my sister and I. Number three. <laughs> Tom Segura, wild card. There wow, look at you. You get Bert, I get Tom. So did you see his latest special? I did, and I had to turn it off about halfway through because I was laughing and so hard I couldn't breathe, crying my eyes out because oh, Netflix, Bri. Netflix hands down, ask. Okay. His best work. His best work. Mm-hmm. Hands down. No really? lie. Wow. I just elevated him in my list of favorite comics. That's how good it is. I'll have to check it out. Because. Uh, <laughs> oh, I've, I've seen it. I laughed. I thought it was amazing. All right, Brian, let's finish up trivia time. So trivia to yes. Brian was this team in 2005 went 82 and 80 and made the playoffs. Can you tell me that team? So my thinking here was I just kind of took a stab thinking about the time frame and thinking about teams that made the playoffs a lot. Um, I went with the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. It is not the St. Louis Cardinals. It was the Miracle in the Bay, the San Diego Padres made it. Best player was Brian Giles. Do you remember Brian Giles? For the Indians, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They had a 506 win percentage. They were the NL West champion at 82 and 80, and they made wow. the playoffs. Must have been before the Dodgers started spending a ton of money like the Yankees. So, 
Yeah, this was the team that had Jake Peavy as their pitcher when they okay. had. Okay, yeah, yeah. So just that I do want to say, yeah. So that was the closest team that losing record to make the playoffs. And people, your Guardians might be there, so stay tuned. So on that get note, in. go ahead, bro. No, I was just saying, just get in. Get in. That's all we got to do, right? Got to do it. All right, we're here at the end of the show. Let me bring up the last couple banners that we got going on. We will be at the Wooden Nickel on July 26th. Come out and join us. Be doing some food out there, some fun time, I believe. There is going to be karaoke going on that night, too, Bryce. So oh, Garth Brooks. You tell me that. Oh. All right, bring out a little Garth Brooks and a little bit of uh, little Hank Blake Shelton, maybe. Oh, you're going Hank Jr. this time. What about. How about you sing me a little uh, Eric Church, a little creeping, and then we'll call I it a do night. that. All right, sure. we can do that. All right. Also, our big one coming up October twenty second: Dog Pound versus the Colts. Come with us at Melt Barn Grill and have a good time. We're going to be eating some food, talking sports, and having a great time. On that note, Sherry, tell them good night, please. Good night, Brad. God bless them. Yep. God bless you. God bless America. I am that fat guy. I want to thank our troops and first responders for everything you guys do for us. Thank you guys so much for watching. Go to our YouTube, click that subscribe button and enjoy it. And anytime you want to join in on the chat, you know, it's right there. Also catch our stuff on Spotify whenever it comes out or any where your podcast, wherever you watch it, where there's a whole bunch of places. So just go search legal ham of the face. You'll find us. All right. On that note, we're definitely on cork unloaded and we are out. See you guys next Tuesday.